You're entering the MSP Zone, a podcast for the managed services community, covering news, analysis, and interviews from around the globe. Elevate your MSP game by staying in the MSP Zone. And now, your host, Charles Weaver. Welcome to MSP Zone, folks. Buckle up. It's going to be an exciting 10 minutes. We're going to tackle EBITDA. What is it? How do you spell it? What does it mean? Is it something that an MSP ought to be using as a metric for running your MSP practice? We're going to cover all that and more. Uh, so first, EBITDA, what is it? Can you catch it? Is there a cure for it? Just joking. EBITDA is a, a lot of you probably have heard it. Some of you may know what it means. Uh, a lot of you might know not know what it means, uh, but I'll explain it to you right now. EBITDA is a is an accounting term, and I don't know how long it's been in use. Um, I, I I don't think that it's. I think it's a relatively new accounting concept, but I could be wrong about that. But simply stated, er, EBITDA, earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. E B I T D A. EBITDA. Um, that's what the word, that's the acronym. And what it essentially means is, and you can look it up online, um, but it's a financial tool. It's a financial accounting. It's an accounting uh, mechanism that is designed to get to a company's overall financial health or performance. And it, and it does so by honing in on the company's earnings, but it, it backs out. It does not account for taxes interest, um, which, you know, probably have an impact, uh, certainly have an impact depending on how big the company is. Um, but depreciation and amortization are the two things that we're probably going to focus the most on. Now, now that we've defined it, you may be asking, Charles, why do you even care about EBITDA? Why, why are you bringing this up on the MSP zone? This is not the EBITDA zone. Why, why are we hearing this from you? Well, I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, number one, it, it's something that you should be aware of, especially if you're an MSP business owner or executive. Uh, number two, if you are halfway paying attention to anything that's going on in the MSP channel these days, um, you are probably getting a bunch of material like I'm getting. I'm seeing it, so I know it's getting pushed out there uh, from a variety of sources, Um MSP conferences, webinars, people who claim to be experts in the industry, uh, who are all saying, EBITDA, you should pay attention to EBITDA as an MSP. You should run your MSP practice using EBITDA. And it's really that issue, that question that I want to um, address today. Now, I'll give you a heads up. I'm not anti-EBITDA. I'm not saying that you shouldn't factor in EBITDA. But we're going to talk about whether or not it's something that you should actually run as like the the most important or or even in the top two important metrics in running your MSP business. And, and the answer may surprise you. Um, is EBITDA relevant to MSPs? The, the short answer is probably, but maybe not. Um, now that we've defined what EBITDA is, it, it would probably be a good time to explain how EBITDA is used out there in the world, right? So if EBITDA is good, uh, 
if you are a banker, if you're an investor, if you're a venture capitalist, if you're in the private equity industry, and you are looking at and evaluating a multitude of different types of companies, and you want to quickly assess and have a, a metric that you would be able to use to look at a, um, an auto dealership, maybe an MSP, maybe a data center, maybe a law firm, maybe a construction company, maybe a uh, restaurant, right? And a variety of other different types of companies and assess their corporate health. EBITDA is a pretty, EBITDA is a tool that is used by those types of um, investors, bankers, and, and such to have a kind of normalized view across industry specifics um, to figure out what they're dealing with. And you can understand that, right? If you're a banker and you're responsible for making loans, EBITDA might be something that's a really helpful tool. If you're an investor, like a venture capitalist, or you're in the PE community, you might want, and you, and you do it across multiple different sectors, EBITDA might be a really useful tool. And, and that's really where you probably see and hear a lot of this EBITDA talk right now is by people who are saying, well, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're looking to sell your, your MSP practice, you may want to pay attention to EBITDA. We'll get to that in a moment, but keep that in mind. Um, is EBITDA the most important financial metric for MSPs? My answer is no. Um, and, and I'm going to give you the reasons why. Number one, it's not the most easy calculus to do, right? It, it, you, you, it's not like net profit or net income, which any of, any of you small, medium-sized MSPs out there who use you know, anything, any of the major um, accounting platforms, you probably log into those accounting platforms and you get at the very bottom of one of many of the dozens of reports that you have access to, you have a, a P&L or a profit and loss um, report. And at the bottom of that P&L report, you probably see something that's called net income. It's called different things, different parts of the world, but it's all, it's net profit, net income, same, same general idea. And that is your, your, your company's Revenue minus expenses equals your net income. Pretty simplified way of looking at it, but it's generally true. Why is that a better metric? Well, number one, it's easier to, to get at. Number one, ask 10 companies, 10 MSPs to, to answer their net income answer. They'll go to their, their, their QuickBooks or their their um, Sage or their um, Peachtree or any of those other platforms or Zero or FreshBooks, and they're going to get their net income pretty pretty darn quick. You ask them, same group of 10 MSPs, what's your EBITDA? Um, well, I don't know. What's, what is my EBITDA? Where, where do I even find it? And they'll look through a handful of reports and they'll say, eh, there's no EBITDA number here because you got to calculate it. You got you to know what you're doing to calculate and come up with that number. Uh, you could go to your accountant and ask them, how do I do it? And they could probably tell you, but then that leaves you with the problem of having to track it on an ongoing basis. Hence, is EBITDA 
a really useful tool for MSPs to use as a metric for running their ongoing MSP practice? I don't think so, just for that reason I just gave you. Here's another thing. EBITDA does not give a hyper-accurate view of cash flow, okay? Now, if, if you've been following along and doing the math, Right. If, if, if you understand what EBITDA means, and EBITDA is not tracking depreciation costs in your business. Now, most MSPs, true, don't have data centers, but a lot of MSPs do carry equipment that, that you have. You might have, and I'm not just talking about you know, uh, large capital accounts, like you know, it's not just software, it's hardware. You might have a capitalized account that involves and has something in it like a server rack, handful of servers, maybe some storage devices, maybe you have some other networking equipment, maybe you've got a bunch of that type of stuff. That type of stuff does not stay good forever. It eventually has to be replaced. It will depreciate in value. It will lower in value from the day you own it, the day you buy it, that that device is devaluing. It's going down. And that's how you would on a on your tax returns and on your internal accounting, you would start to depreciate those types of things. It's a very real cost. Now, if you're using EBITDA to track that, that's never going to come up. And I, I, I won't, I, I was I was debating whether I should bring this up, but there was actually a really good um, um, video uh, found it on YouTube of, of Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger from uh, Berkshire Hathaway um, talking about uh, one of their events and one of their investors, I think, asked them about EBITDA. And Charlie Munger said, basically, anytime you see the word EBITDA, think of bullshit. Pardon my French. I should have bleeped myself out. But that's what he said. Um, and I'll post the video link if you guys want to go look at it yourself. But they go, both of them, go into a pretty lengthy description of why EBITDA is not something that they use. And for those of you who don't know Berkshire Hathaway, they're a billion-dollar, multi-billion-dollar company, I'm pretty sure. They've been around for decades. And these guys, both of them, you know, Munger's dead now, um, they both were experts at valuing businesses and understanding what is a good business to buy and what's a, not a good business to buy. And they made a pretty compelling case for why EBITDA is not something that they use as a metric. Now, what should you be using as an MSP to track your MSP practice? Well, I'll tell you this. Net income is a pretty good one. Is it the only one? No. You should have a good handle on your revenue categories, the different types, you should have a good uh, control on your expenses, and you should have a good understanding of your service margin. Those are kind of the fundamentals, in, in my opinion, and they're very easy to track. And, and most importantly, they're very easy to track using existing tools that you already likely have, i.e. your accounting platform, whatever it may be. You can use that accounting platform with a little bit of help from your accountant to set it up in such a way that you can track your service categories, the revenue categories, the margin, which is derived at by your, 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 your revenue minus your expenses, and then ultimately your net profit, which is a far more accurate predictor and evaluator of your cash flow, which is something that in the managed services world, we care and we value highly. It's the margin, 
but it's the cash flow, it's the recurring revenue, all of that kind of circling around the value basin that we call managed services. Um, and look, if, if you're wondering, hey, Charles, I like, I like what you say, I respect you, but we're going to stay with EBITDA. Let me, let me give you a little hint. When you go time to sell, right? And all these years you've been following the advice of others who said, well, we're going we're gonna to really track our business, our MSP practice according to EBITDA. You know what the buyer is going to do, especially if it's a, a, an institutional investor, like a PE, a, a venture capital firm or a banker or someone who who's, knows what they're doing. They're going to take your EBITDA number and they're going to take that data that went into it and they're going to toss it up, tear it up, throw it out the window. And they're going to do their own evaluation. It's going to call, be called something like a quality of earnings review on your numbers. And they're going to toss out your EBITDA stuff and they're going to do their own evaluation of your financials. Anyway, even if they're reviewed, audited financials, they're still going to do that. So why not spend the time on the easy to use, easy to follow financial metrics that are just, they're right there in front of you, accessible to most MSPs. It will help you keep a much better eye on your business. It will more accurately predict the value of your MSP practice. And yeah, if you go time to, to, to sell, go ahead and, and have your accountant calculate your EBIT if it really matters that much. But don't forget and don't neglect the other financial metrics that I mentioned because those things are really critical as well. I would say more, more important than the EBITDA number. That's just my two cents. Next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a like. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you will get notified when future episodes are released. We will see you next time in the MSP Zone.